Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And the Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup! We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Hello, Flames fans. Welcome to episode 26 of Blasty's Corner. Three games have passed since our last episode. It was uh, a rage-fueled episode, that last one there. But, uh, I mean, I, I think it was safe to say that, at least for the Columbus game, uh, the boys listened. I think the that one download that we had was, was probably maybe... Uh, the boys playing it in their locker room um, heard us yell at them and, <laughs> and performed uh, to a tune of six nothing beatdown against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, boy, was Elvis having a game! Uh, tough, tough game for him. But Buddy faced what sixty two shots? Yes, yeah, sixty two shots. Yeah, the game. Uh, Johnny had four points. Kachuk had five. I right? believe that's correct. Yes. Yeah. I think Kachuk had five points. Yeah. yeah. Five assists. Kachuk. First one to do it since Monaghan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, historic night. It was a really fun game. I, I'll come out and say I, I had to work every single night that the Flames were playing this week, so I didn't get to watch any of the games, unfortunately. But uh, I know enough to understand that we just did not come out with the same energy against St. Louis. Pack the back. Uh, Daryl decided to start Markstrom second half of the back to back. Were you uh confused by that as most Flames fans were, or what did you did you agree with that decision? Oh, I mean, no, I hated the decision, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's like, yeah, I mean, it, there's rare cases where you're like, yeah, it makes sense to start him back to back, but that was three and four, too. Like, you know, I know they had a month off or whatever, or all the COVID games, but. Valdar needs to start too if we want to be a successful team, realistically, because Markstrom will burn out. And we've seen uh, bipolar Markstrom. It's not good. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of that in the St. Louis game, if I'm being totally honest. But I mean, what did we expect? St. Louis was going to come out and win that game. They're a good team, and we made them look like fools. So um, yes. I know the score kind of flatters them in the 5 1 uh, part, but I think it was actually a much closer game than that. But uh, yeah, a little surprised by the decision to start Markstrom. 
uh, yeah, put, play Vladar. He's good. We need to talk about Vladar. You know, yeah, he's your boy. Yeah, he's, we haven't. Yeah. Uh, well, we haven't been able to talk about him because he's no. been stapled to the bench. Uh, yeah, for some reason. I mean, for some reason, he's been a little bit uh, shaky lately. So maybe that's why last few starts were not. I mean, quality, but sure. Uh, still got to I think he's he's good. Like I like watching him play, and I think a lot of times too, it's team kind of a team. Uh, effort as well. Like, you can't tell me Vladar couldn't get a shutout last game <laughs> against Vancouver. I think anyone could have got a shutout. Maybe I even could have got a shutout that game. I don't know if Vancouver had a good chance. Man. Um, yeah, they've been up and down to to say the least. I mean, stifling performance. Yeah. I was able to catch like 15 ish. Well, I was able to catch most of the period, I suppose, because there wasn't too much going on in the second um, during my lunch break at work but uh yeah i think at that point they only had one shot on goal midway through the second and then by the end of the second or like with about i think eight minutes left or so um they had four so that was wild like i've i've never seen (laughs) just (laughs) like that low shots halfway through a game i'm like man that's pretty bad like they were struggling like then there was a lot of the flames too like the flames were just yeah they were playing really well like uh, I think even Sutter was was happy in the presser. He's like, uh, "Yeah, you could try to critique a one nothing win, but <laughs> it's not much." Uh, they, they, yeah, they were really good. They covered each other. I mean, their passing was a little off. Like that's why I think why the offense wasn't there. Yeah, um, for them, they I, were trying watched, to get a little fancy. I saw a couple but... of those. I did see a couple of those. Yeah, they yeah. fancy was is is a good word. Uh, but there was there were a few that I was like, just fuck yeah, shit. shoot. Like, why are you making the extra pass? Like like Johnny who's in the slot in overtime. Yeah, like like, yeah. That, like you know how that yeah. went in. Like they should have done it like ten times in the game. They're like in the yeah. slot. They're like looking around for a pass. I'm like you're at the hash marks. Just rip it. <laughs> 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 it doesn't even have puck. to be. Doesn't have to be hard. Like just you know, just let it go and uh, see where it takes you. It probably goes in the net. You know, eighty percent of the time, seventy percent of the time. So yeah. Instead, he passes it to Lindholm, and like <sighs> he's like basically at the goal line. He's got yeah, they did it twice. Like what? What is with there? Like this new goal line shot. Like it worked uh, with back Backland once by accident because the goalie kind of flubbed it. Now they're like, oh, this works every time. Oh, it yeah. doesn't work ever. Just... We can catch him unawares every time. <laughs> Yeah, no. Realistically, the goalie just has more time to get over, and it's a way harder shot to make for the shooter. Um, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, anyway, yeah, they should just shoot more. I don't know. They, they still got thirty shots, but like, just you in the slot, just let it go. Be selfish. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's what we need is some yeah. selfishness. Uh, we we some need a couple shots on goal, and I mean, we've been getting shots on goal, but we need some. I, yeah, it's difficult, right? Because you can't just say that we're not shooting the puck. Like, we are shooting the puck. Yes. Like, shots are getting to the net. They just aren't always quality shots, I guess. Like, they're either right into the breadbasket at the logo or, you know, they're just hitting pads. They're not elevating yeah. properly. Like, I, I don't know what, like, you know, if, the amount of goals that we score compared to the amount of shots that we rip just Yeah, I don't, don't know. Sh- I'm curious what our... Uh... Excuse me. Shooting percentage is like I don't really yeah. know, but uh, yeah, uh, shooting has to be done with at this level, especially uh, intent. Like you either you're trying to score, or you're you know you're aiming for a rebound. Like yeah, the shooters at any anyone on the ice should be able to place a shot. 
yeah, fairly close to where they want to put it. Like, as unless you're British. <laughs> yeah, but I won't talk about British. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been so mean for him, and uh, <laughs> and I still want to be mean. Um, I could talk about that high sticking penalty he took in the game, which oh, is God, just yeah, so inf- yeah. infuriating. Because like, yeah. why do you need to lift the stick that way? Like, I I don't mm. understand high sticking penalties sometimes. Like, what are they thinking anyway? Um, but yeah, no, like, you know, you aim for the pad, a hard low shot, like, or you know, you aim for a corner, but it's like shots that hit goalies in the chest, and like, man, that guy was really. Something, something wasn't there. Like they're just shooting because they're tired, or they're just trying to get it on net, I guess. But uh... yeah, and sometimes that's good, right? You get the offensive zone face off, and then you try to do something with it after you win the draw, get some zone time, and that's good. The problem is, you know, you you know, a lot of the times you have to win the face off, and we don't really have anybody on the point who is that big of a threat to. You know, <laughs> no, we don't, do we? So Michael Michael Stone. Who's uh we talked about him last episode, but <laughs> yeah, but the the issue with Michael Stone is that when he misses the net, the puck is coming right out of the zone and he misses the net like oh. 90% of the time. Oh my god, I know. And that so, wouldn't help our problem because we miss the net so much, man. Like even from yeah. close, I'm like, holy cow, how do you miss? Anyway, yeah. But it's again hard to critique that they played really well defensively. It was a Sutter game, like fans of other teams are complaining like the boring most boring hockey game ever and i'm i will gladly win one nothing hockey games for the rest of the season yes yeah. like, I, uh, I would be very happy with that it's a uh, a very good way to play and especially in the playoffs too like yeah those grinding type games where you just suck the confidence and the life out of the other team's forwards like they were like no we're definitely not scoring we we can't score like that's the kind of idea you want in their head you don't want it to be like a Six four shootout because then there's always a chance that team could be like oh we can get a couple there's already ten goals on the no defense you know just a little luck and they can come back but yeah like man yeah <laughs> after the first period one shot I'm like yeah if they play that way for the rest rest of the game they're gonna they're gonna be fine yeah even no though they weren't even though they weren't like fantastic offensively but I think that's a fixable problem you know if we get to Foley or something well someone that's that's what I'm looking at you know and and you know R- Brett Ritchie did does serve a purpose I mean we all saw the Lewis uh, hit the head hit yes. that that Tyler Myers laid on him. Um, Brett Ritchie was there, stepped in and just, you know, took care of business. Um, knocked him right down and gave him a couple shots at the face, which was good. I mean, that was, uh, that's what he's there for. But, uh, I, am also happy with the way Rizichka's playing. I mean, I, I like, I mean, I haven't seen the games obviously, but I, I like that he's in the games. Um, yeah, we saw some hands from him. He, he has, uh, some scoring ability by being able to keep up with Johnny and, and Kachuk, yeah, that goal. they had a little chemistry in that Columbus yeah. game, but everything yeah. was working in that Columbus game. We should mention that. Yeah, that was a yeah. Vizich yeah. has been playing really well, and yeah, the, that 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 fourth line. Yeah, they we harsh on them a lot for not being able to score, which we should. Like they still got to put something in the net, and they're putting nothing in the net. But um, Sutter knows what they're there for. They're just there to to bang bodies and win the possession battle. But um. They had a tough night against St. Louis. Let's just say that, including Rizichka. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his a nice assist to uh, Brandon Saad, but oh, was, I did uh, not see that. <laughs> well, he was he was trying to dig the puck out of the corner and uh, was two one at the time. Yeah, and yeah, he passed it like one time, like one timer capable right on the tape. 
Oh, Saad just one time did it to the net. <laughs> wasn't pretty. He probably thought it was his teammate. No, like there was pressure. Looking. There was pressure on him, so he was kind of like digging it, digging at yeah. the puck, kind of like there was a bunch. No, of no, no. I mean, and... I mean, Saad probably thought it was oh teammate who passed it to him <laughs> yeah, after he scored. Yeah. He's like, nice pass, bro. He's like, I didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, like... yeah probably. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was pretty good yeah. pass. Better best pretty pass he made all game. <laughs> no yeah. luck, buddy. Yeah, don't blame Martian for that one. You don't really. No matter how mentally ready you are, that was a <laughs> tough save for any goalie. Son, Son plays it well too. It's a nice shot. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should we? We need to talk about that Johnny Slapper though. Oh yeah, what a clap bomb Man. from uh, from Johnny Gaudreau. And I, I just want to say that I am. I mean, I think we're all in. Uh, we all agree that this is Johnny's. This is the best version of Johnny Gaudreau that we've ever seen yes in a flame sweater uh probably by far by far yeah like i mean his offensive skills have are still there uh obviously they, they were never in question it was his work ethic uh and his back checking his defense and he's really bought in and stepped up and and really really improved his all-around game which has made him extremely dangerous i mean you saw that pat or that that rush, uh, he had options open. Um, actually, it was kind of the same as uh, when he had the puck in the slot and decided to pass it to uh, Elias Lindholm instead of shooting from the slot. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fact that I'm, I'm very happy and I know that he's probably working on it. I'm very happy that he is because what is the biggest knock on Johnny Gaudreau other than his size is his lack of a powerful shot, right? Like a yeah. lot of his his slappers before, a lot of his wrist shots even were muffins. They they didn't really they kind of floated towards the net a lot of the times. <laughs> accurately, um, but accurately, yes. yeah, uh, uh, for yes. sure, accurately. But uh, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything to really wow anybody and. You know, you don't need a hard shot all the time, but it certainly helps uh, when you have one. Like, you don't need one like, you know, Shea Weber or something, but um, it doesn't need to be all that fast. Accuracy is obviously the most important thing, but what I'm trying to say is the fact that Johnny is working on his clap bomb and showed it off that night is just completely just adds another dimension of danger to his game because before people would see him wind up for a slap shot like that and think, ah, well, it's like, it'll be fine. Or, or he's just faking it so that he can pass. Cause we all know he's, his shot isn't that great, mm-hmm. but now he has that in the back of Like that's in the back of their heads. Oh, is he actually going to shoot it this time? Um, and I think that just completely, you know, makes, makes him a, a more dangerous player. Look, and I, I don't know if I've ever said this in the past, but I think when Johnny is playing his best, he's shooting. Yeah. Like he has, when he's struggling offensively, he's always looking for the pass. And it's so easy to shut Johnny down when the defenseman always knows he's looking for the pass. You pressure him, uh, and he's going to button hook, do the old button hook, yeah. and, the old button hook. And, and turn. And he still does that. Uh, yeah. Now, he does it a little bit differently, though. Um, he doesn't really. He more slows down rather than button hooks. 
mm-hmm. he kind of slows like will stop almost um a little bit early i've noticed too um because the defensemen have to come back a little bit farther and usually nowadays he has he has lindholm there at least and kachuk so someone's driving the defenseman back that's a big difference than with Sean, I find. Like, Sean's not there, so they have more. Uh, yeah. it, it's a little things at the NHL level, but yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, he's he's gotten more shots on the team, 139 shots uh, in 40 games, and he's got 17 goals. And yeah, that goal last night was a thing of beauty. He stepped up. Um, he could have passed to Shillington, who was ready for a one timer. He could have passed to was it Lindholm? I think it was Lindholm. Yeah, it was. Um, but he's like, you know what? No, I'm in the slot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Like, he scored a couple goals with nice wristers on high glove. I thought he was going glove for sure when I saw it hit the bottom of the net. I'm like, oh, that was yep. different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Johnny. But okay, I'm, I'm happy about it. Um, and yeah, he, yeah, it was good. It's nice to see. It's nice to see him shoot and continue to shoot. And I hope he does because if he continues at this pace, he'll hit 30 goals again. Yeah. Um, and. For everyone, yeah, for everyone who, you know, you're right, the knock is on his shot, but he can still find a way to put a puck in it, which is uh, good. Yeah, and that's just that's just him, you know, obviously growing into his body, and he's not for sure. He's not young, but he's not super old. Uh, and, you know, that was just a really smart shot, too. I mean, you, you yes. could tell that he was leading the goaltender to his right, Mm-hmm. Or I guess to the left of the goaltender. So the, the goalie was kind of moving over there. Um and he shot across the body and shot the back yes. right corner. Yes. Uh and was able to yeah, if if the goalie didn't move, that probably like his pad probably would have saved it. But you could see it just squeaks by as he's moving a little bit to as the goalie is moving a little bit to um his left. So really smart shot by Johnny. And I, you know, it's this is the time when if we let this guy walk, I mean, that's going to be one of the biggest, oh. the biggest mistake I think the Flames will ever make. Uh, well, for sure. Yeah, no, I, it, yeah, I'm going to say it will be because you know who this guy reminds me of right now? He, Marty San Louis mm. <laughs> didn't become the Marty San Louis he was or yes. he is, I guess, until After. it was about 26, yeah, 27. Like he didn't get in the league until. I actually, I think he was with the Flames when he was 26. And then we like just fucking scrubbed him, like just told him to take a hike. And then he <laughs> signed with Tampa and became Alleged. what he is. Yeah. Right. Uh, he he played until he was 37. Didn't he? He played like till he was pretty yeah, old. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was old. And like he's now like he's built different than, than Johnny is for sure. But the game also has changed very significantly from when. Yeah, St. Louis has played. Um, Johnny would have had to bulk up in a similar, similar manner back For then. Sure. Um, yeah, I would have. I would say. Um, but if if Marty yeah. can do it, and oh. his the biggest thing for Marty was that he he worked on legs, right? Like his yes. his he, skating was his uh, was his biggest asset. Um, and I think that's what Johnny will have to do as well. I mean, skating is going to be the best way for him to uh, slip out of checks and, and even back check. I mean, that goal that he scored in overtime, he was back there. Like he yeah. took the puck away after Lindholm maybe hooked JT Miller could have just been a stick lift. I mean, he did get the puck off the guy's stick. Um, yeah, for sure. I didn't, I, uh, I, I didn't see him. I'd say, I'd say that that has been called a penalty before. 
yeah many times it, it was sure. in the realm uh ot penalty like yeah i don't know the refs it's the same thing refs are humans like they put their whistles away a little bit i think in overtime yeah uh and in the playoffs I think it's, just, it's just human nature like i know yeah. they shouldn't but they are human like you're you don't want to it's easy to say oh just call the game as it is but yeah like that's yeah that OT. it's not always that simple no, it's not. So, yeah, I think um, it was a little bit of a hook. But, yeah, he came back, and I've noticed that this puck. year a lot. In Columbus game two, yeah. one of the big goals, he was back defending, covering neutral zones. He intercepted a pass and fired it up to Kachuk, Kachuk. who yep. scored 3-1. That's a huge goal. It yep. doesn't happen if Johnny's not back there and if he's, you know, leaking backwards. And I think that's why his scoring has gone up this year again because, like, oh, maybe he finally – Sutter's finally clicked into him. Like, hey, you play defense properly – you know, and that includes just not being back there, just, you know, <laughs> floating around like a James <laughs> Neal, which is what he used yeah. to do. Yeah. Like, he's always been around, but he, not with a purpose, I don't think. I think. No, he just, he was just there looking yeah. for the pass. He was waiting for the pass yeah. for the other guys who do the dirty work, dig I, the puck out of the boards, and then throw it up to him. I think, I think he's much more active back in the defensive zone. And yeah. uh, it's allowed him also to read plays better, too. I find like he's had more breakaways this year. Because he's like, okay, we actually are probably going to get the puck back. Now I can go. Yeah. And uh, it also helps that Kachuk has been really good at making those passes like instantly right on his tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's, been, that's been, been, been the biggest issue to, or uh, revelation, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not issue. But that's been the biggest revelation for him, I think, is playing with line mates who... I mean, it wasn't like he couldn't depend on Sean, but... Sean wasn't winning a whole bunch of puck <laughs> battles in the net or down down low, and yeah. um, he wasn't he wasn't like you said he wasn't getting the same type of like before. It was like Johnny had this mentality that if I don't score, this team's not going to score goals, right? And that's probably why he was kind of floating around waiting for the puck so yeah. that he could take it and make something happen. But now he doesn't have to do that anymore because he knows that he's got two guys who can score just as well as he can. Yes. Um, they're just as, they can be as talented as he is. Um, so he he's able to, like having that pressure off has allowed him to, like you said, understand playing defense, reading the play uh, has, has been, yeah, it's been great for him. So it's, it's, yeah. it's really good to see extend 13. We need this guy. Like we need him. Seriously. Um, yes. Like it's a Canadian market and the, the, the hammer's down on the Canadian market. No one wants to play in Canada, apparently. Like, even though you know, I think it's a great place to play. I think passionate yeah. fans here. Um, there's more to it, obviously. There's money and and tax and and weather. You know, <laughs> it does yeah. play a role. But uh, um, I, yeah, you just shell out a little bit more money and leave it. Like you got to pay for top tier talent to compete for the cup. Yeah, you know, statistically. Um. You know, if we lose Johnny, like, might as well rebuild. <laughs> no, we're not going to be anywhere yeah. close to a cup. Even with Kachuk, I'm sorry, Kachuk is great, but he uh, he can't quite lead on a f- an offensive charge all by himself. I, yeah, in my I, yeah, no, I think he doesn't have the skating for it. I think he requires other people to make plays as well as him. He also is, is fantastic and and has been making plays this year, and he's been great, but. Yeah, we lose we lose thirteen. It's over. 
It's done. We rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Trade everyone. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in that mindset as well. Like if if Johnny walks, like what's motivating Kachuk to resign a long term mm-hmm. deal here? Yeah, there's uh, that too, right? Like where where is he gonna see I mean, once Johnny goes, we'll have one year left. If Johnny goes, we'll mm-hmm. have one year left of Sean at six three seven five. That'll be the the last year of Matthew Kachuk because then he can just sign a one-year deal if we qualify him and then he walks to free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like after that, what's, yeah, we'll have Elias Lindholm for another season, but you know, that's, it's looking real slim after that in terms of high-end talent. Yeah. And Brad right? is going to, yeah, Brad is going to have to, is going to realize really quickly, like he's kind of had a luxury. He could pay a little bit more for players that he think is necessary for our bottom six, but he's about to realize that, um, and the whole management staff is that uh, you, you know to keep top tier talent, you got to pay them, and then it also means the bottom half of your roster has to be a little bit better managed. You can't literally like Zadorov being for like four million. That you can't have that on your team. Or a third round pick. No, yeah, you can't. You can't do that. That that's a horrible yeah. deal. You can't do Goodbranson for two, even though he's been good. But like, you know, you could have gotten he, him for league minimum, probably. Yeah, like the I guy's mean, a journeyman was, who's moving yeah. around the league and just got booted from who was he on last year? Pretty sure um, wasn't he on Florida? Was it Florida? Or was it um he was in Florida for a long time? Or was it Vancouver? Nashville. Okay, so so he was with Florida for five years mm-hmm. and then Vancouver for three, Pittsburgh for two, Anaheim, he got traded to, from Pittsburgh to Anaheim, then he signed in Ottawa. Then he got traded from Ottawa to Nashville, and then we signed him in the offseason. It's kind of a swan song, right? Like he's on his, yeah. you know, sixth team, <laughs> seventh yeah. team. Um, yeah, Leakman, and he's been good. I think he actually he he has a chance to come back. Do we sign him just one year? I think. Yeah, just a year. I, I would but I would I would entertain resigning him for sure. Not for uh, two though. No, no, not for two. Not for two God, million. No. Not for two million. We don't have the the funds for it. No, we um, really don't. Because, and I'm kind of happy that Japan is slowing down because it, it's bringing down his price. price. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, if he kept going, who knows how much he would have cost? But now he'll probably cost five, much, much less. Hopefully yeah, five, much much less. I mean, maybe less if he doesn't score and also his assists are. He's only got five assists, which is pathetic, to be honest. Yeah, um, for the line and role that he he has, so. Um, hopefully that goes up. Hopefully that goes up when Brad does something at the deadline. Say for yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe a score. Someone who could score. Yeah, someone yeah. score. That'd be great. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna have to be creative for sure. Right, like to he's sign open. everyone. But we need. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let's I, let's take a quick break before we get too much into this. We'll talk about this. I, I want to float a trade. I have I have a trade for you. Is it for I think it is it is um but i i think i think it's a i think it's a good one i think it works for both sides but uh we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we i'll reveal my my trade um thing are we right back this is the hockey podcast network your home for hockey talk on every team in the nhl this episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner 
of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state or province yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. All right, welcome back, everybody. So before uh, I went on break there, I mentioned that I had a trade thing. Uh, I meant trade proposal. I couldn't find the word. Uh, my brain's a little foggy today. <laughs> but uh, my trade proposal for Tyler Toffoli, which I think makes makes a bit of sense. Might be a little bit high. Um, but oh, you know, we're, we're paying for term at this point, but I, I was thinking maybe we could get Tyler Toffoli from the Montreal Canadiens for Adam Ruzicka, okay. Dylan Dubé, and a, probably a third round pick. Oof. It's a little high. That's pricey. It's a little high. Yeah. But... <laughs> We'd be getting exactly what we need for three more years after this. No, two, two more years after this. I, I, I'm not crazy about giving up on Dylan Dubé, but I don't think Ruzicka and a pick gets it done. Uh, no, trading Dubé, trading Dubé also gives us a bit of cap space. Um, of course, I would love to keep Dylan. I, he just, at this point, I mean, he, I think he just needs a new. I don't know what he needs. He's 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 been very snake bitten all year. Uh, it's frustrating because I love the guy. I love his work ethic. Uh, I, I know he's a hometown kid, but at a certain point, you know, we are paying him two point three million dollars. I would much rather pay Tyler Toffoli four point six two or four point two five um, to play in a top line role. Uh, Rizitska is a big body. Six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounds. You know, obviously, we know Montreal Canadiens have historically been a pretty undersized team. So I think they would covet a guy like Ruzicka, what he could bring to the team. Uh, and obviously, the third round pick is just a throw in, um, just to sweeten the deal a little bit. But uh, what are your thoughts on that trade? Uh, the, the cap situation still needs a little bit of work, but um, sure, yeah, I yeah. I look I like to fully a lot. <clears throat> <clears throat> and I think uh, we have replacements for Ruzicka as well. And I, I think Ruzicka is a really promising prospect and um, even still. And I think he may not get a chance on this team if they don't blow it up, right? Like with yeah. Backlund just going to be here probably for the rest of his career. Monahan, I can't see going anywhere. And Lindholm, I think, likes it here too. Uh, yeah. So, so 
<laughs> where's where's Rizicka gonna get ice time? Uh, I think that's a good start. Um, Dubé, I agree. You know what? Like he's twenty three. He's still very young, obviously. Um, but man, has he struggled? Like he's he's working hard. You see him working hard, mm-hmm. but it's just not there. Like I don't know if it's a like I, I just noticed a lot lately, and just the last couple of games, like he's he'll engage in a battle and, and and be feisty, but he'll still lose the battle. Even though it's a winnable battle, like I don't know if he's going too much body, needs to focus more on the puck. I don't know, but like it starts there and then obviously his scoring. He's only got two points, two goals in his last 20 games. Uh that's a little bit of a cherry pick. Um I'm obviously ignoring the three the two additional points in the two previous games from that point, but that's just to show you the the struggles in that time frame. Um, and he's minus, I don't know, it looks like he's minus 10, minus 10 or 9 in that time. Uh, yeah, he's struggled this year. Um, it would suck to see him go because, yeah, he's a high, high draft pick, a second draft pick, yeah. local kid, yeah, like you said. Um, but like we talked about last last episode, you got to give up talent sometimes and prospects to get talent. So, yeah, I think that's a good add to the trade too. Uh, the pick, I think, is the high high one. I know it's just a third, but uh, dang, like start lower and then work your way up. I don't know if the, you could probably yeah. with Dubé and Rizicka because they're both very young players. Like yeah, you're, you're getting futures and Dubé, yes, while struggling, does have potential. I just don't know if he'll reach it here. Um, change of scenario potentially will help. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I would start with like a. Honestly, start with a six and see if he bites. Start without the pick and see what the Montreal GM says and then start throwing in the pick. Well, that's that's the thing, right? I think yeah. it would probably end up being a round, like a third rounder. I mean, if, yeah, if, if Jeff Gordon is shopping Tyler Toffoli, a lot of teams are going to be interested. Um, in this case, I think, obviously, best package is going to, to win the trade yeah. uh, or is going to to pull it for him to pull the trigger but i i can see dylan dubay doing well in in montreal right i mean first off the quality of line mates that he'll get when he gets there is likely going to improve um i mean he could play he can play center i mean he plays all three positions mm-hmm. uh but he could step in and be on that top line with nick suzuki uh, or he could step in and play yeah. second line center with Jay, uh, replace Jake Evans, and he could play with Josh Anderson. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I think there's more. There are more pieces in Montreal that they can move to fit him in. Right now, our top six is kind of locked. Um, he's not really going to get in there uh, because yeah. Mangiapane and Blake Coleman, obviously. Um, with Toffoli, Toffoli would move Coleman down to the third line, in my opinion. Like this, that's how I would I, make the lines. I would put um, Toffoli obviously immediately into the top six. Uh, I wouldn't mess with the top line of Kachuk, Lindholm, and Matthew, and Johnny Gaudreau, but no. um, I would put Manjapane, Monahan, and Toffoli together as my second line. Um, obviously, we talked about this last week. Um, Sean and Toffoli had great success together in their junior days. Uh, Toffoli is a right shot, right winger, which is something that we have been missing since Jerome McGinn left the organization. 
Uh, he just makes, he had the best seasons of his career under Daryl Sutter in LA. Uh, he just makes the most sense for Trell Living to go and get um, and not affect the locker room in a huge way. Uh, or like, you know, it, it just makes sense. It's the perfect marriage, in my opinion. And then you'll have Milan Lucic, Michael Backlund, and Blake Coleman on that third line. Obviously, Lucic isn't that fleet of foot, but he's been moving. He's been motoring the last few games, I've oh, noticed. Oh, I mean, oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's chug-a-lugging. Yeah, yeah, Lucic is uh, <clears throat> Lucic is having a quietly uh, a very good year. And his, <clears throat> excuse me, his scoring has uh, dried up a bit. But yeah, it's yeah. yeah, he's having a good year. I think that's he's doing all the right things. Like he's yes, laying he the body, he's uh getting down low, he's getting his body in front, he's disrupting plays, like he's he's been doing everything right. And yeah. uh I mean, this was the player that we wanted to get uh when we traded for him. This was what we envisioned when we traded James Neal for Mulan Lucic. Uh and yeah. happily we we're getting that from the guy, and he's a, just a consummate professional. Great leadership, um, great guy in the locker room. Just, just everything about Milan Lucic's like price is a little high, but um, very, very high. Obviously, can't be helped. But no. um, you know, trading Dubé too is uh, opens the door for and Rusicka obviously opens the door for our other top prospects who are ready to to step into uh, prime time. I mean, that gives Matthew Phillips uh, a chance. Maybe gets gets him a look. Uh, on that fourth line, Glenn Godden gets him a look. Um, and next year or the year after, you know, you when you get Peltier, Zeri, uh, Coronado, who's going to be, well, he's still at Harvard, but when, when he's done there, he's going to need some, uh, some room on the, on the lineup. So, you know, these kind of moves also set you up for the future so that you can give more opportunities to, um, to your younger guys once once they're ready for it so um we're in win now mode i mean we we can't be hoarding our prospects no. at this point i mean the, the whole point is you you got to win now and we don't have the cap space to uh to kind of retool we gotta either you know do what you can to win now or completely blow it up and and rebuild it so um that's where we're at at this point in my head i mean I think if we don't make it to at least the conference finals this year, it's, it's, uh, I'm going to be calling for a rebuild. I think um, it depends. It depends on how, how, how we get eliminated from the, uh, from the playoffs. Like if we get eliminated from the playoffs, like we did in 2018, then yeah, just fucking just, just get rid of everybody. But you know, if, if, if we're close, like if we're close and uh, you know, it, it, it comes down to like one moment in game seven or something, then, you know, maybe, maybe give it another shot and go after it next year. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it, it, yeah, like I'm kind of on that standard. Like I like the, I like the conference finals route. Cause I mean, no, no matter how good you are, only two teams make it to the finals. So um, yeah, you're not going to make it every year. Uh, but conference finals, I think it's, doable obviously they have to play well and i think add at the trade line um yeah but yeah if they go like out in the first round like i think this core hasn't shown that they can make it past that first round this will be their like fourth or fifth try at it um without making it past uh the only team they beat even was vancouver yeah (laughs) um which was like 
That was a very different Vancouver. <laughs> the team. only team worse than Calgary in that playoff, probably. Yeah. And we happen to be matched up against them. Yeah. Um, I think we lose to any other team in, in that playoffs, and I think we got swept. Oh no, we won one game that year hmm. uh, against Anaheim. Um, so, but then we God, it was against it. Anaheim too. Shit. Yeah, I think so. That was the <sighs> game uh, we had Johnny score that unbelievable goal with thirty seconds left to tie it. Yeah, we went to overtime. Backland won. That's that game. I think they won in the second mm. round, but uh, making it two one series lead, but then uh, we lost. <laughs> the next two. So yep. anyway, anyway, yeah, that was bad. And so yeah, they haven't shown anything. So second round, yeah, they got to get there, and then they have to show up. They can't get swept again, <laughs> or yeah, you know, like four one. Like they've got to make at least game seven. You're right. Anything can happen in one game. Yeah. Um, and like for those sh- clamoring, show growth. Absolutely, yeah, show growth, and uh, you know those saying, oh, even Tampa got swept, but that's fuck. That's that was that's Tampa. It's a completely different story. I mean, they've got like franchise players growing on trees over there. So it's, it, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, and they've made quite it translate. The, they've made it to the conference finals how many times before that? Yeah. Like they were there. <laughs> like yeah. you know, they lost one series. Yes, they got beat bad. And that's for sure. They've also won two cups since then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Consecutively. And very, very well could win again this year. Like, yeah. they're really good. And we, everyone knew they were really good. And that's why they're a favorite every single year because they're still good. Um, the Flames are not there. <laughs> no, have, nowhere close. They've won one game in the second round in like the last 20 years or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, it's like, Excluding obviously 2004, but we're getting close to yes. that being out of the 20 year limit, too. Now, uh, yeah, getting close. Oh, wow! Yeah, yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's, yikes, yeah. that is big yikes! There, uh, yeah, my friends, it's gonna be 40 that. years without a cup soon in this decade. So, um, wow. yeah, if we don't win one, of course, but yeah, it just makes me so, feel old. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding a bunch of things, but like just additional reasons why I think you know this has to be a growth year. If you, well, for one, make the playoffs. <laughs> I think they're gonna make the playoffs, but that's step well, one. Hopefully. Like, hopefully they don't assume. Oh, they look at their point percentage and they're like, oh, well, we made it. We got half a season to play, and that schedule in February isn't. Excuse me, nasty. Like it's it's brutal. They play a ton of games, um, so. It's not going to be easy. Uh, they have to continue playing the way they're playing, you know, to get in. But once you're in, yeah, now you have to be like, okay, like we're real, we're a real team. Time to time to show, time to show it with some with some series wins. Um, no one is expecting them to win it. That can't be the expectation for this team. It would be lovely if they could win a cup with Sutter. Um, yeah, that would that would be nice justice. Um, Yes, um, but it would be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just win, win something. God, anything, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're close, right? Like we're we're close. We're we're a legitimate top six forward scorer away. We're a um, defenseman away. I would say. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know, like that's that's all this team needs at this point. I mean, we we could use some, obviously, some some uh, bottom six scoring, but adding that top six forward should, in theory, 
help the bottom six. Moves everything um, down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So trickle down effect at that point, but um, we're close. But I think we need we need Tyler Toffoli. Um, I'm not even going to come up with any type of other alternatives. I mean, you you look at I, oh, actually, one thing, one name that I think would be intriguing that I know you've mentioned, you've you've liked before, um, hmm. won't be the same impact as Tyler Toffoli, obviously. Uh, but you look at Vancouver, Connor Garland is apparently hmm. being made available. Oh um, yeah. Oh, and Tippett of the Florida Panthers is also being made available, apparently. Um, the Panthers are shopping him, but he's, I think, a left shot, uh, so it doesn't we don't have work. A, they don't have enough of those, Grant. Yeah, are you sure? <clears throat> oh, left shot? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Owen Tippett, I don't think. I mean, he'd be, he's intriguing, but um, I don't think that's the right fit. But Connor Garland is a right shot. Uh, you've mentioned that uh, you like his game in the past. Um, I think he's a very talented player. I don't think he'll have as much impact as Tyler Foley, but I mean, if that's no. all we can do, you know, that's all we can do. Garland's kind of like a Gaudreau light to me, but he's kind of a similar, smaller player who very talented with the puck, lots of skill. Um, we'll, get, we'll put up some points, mainly assists. So yeah, I agree that he's not really what we need. We need a score. We need to fully like to fully like player. Yeah. Someone who can, can actually score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Garland's also making four point nine five for the next yeah five years. And how much is Stefoli making? Four two five. Okay, a little less. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, so yeah, I agree. That that I don't think that'll work very well. No, Connor Garland. Um, Tippett is intriguing, but yeah, he's a left shot. So unless we kind of replace one of our. Um, I'd be willing to try like a change of scenario. It's, I think it's kind of like a Bennett situation. Yeah, I but just, opposite. <laughs> like, I'd just be that. sad because you know we, we'd probably at that point we could bro- probably approach them with like, well, we could do Dubé for Tippett one for one. Um, but then if Dubé starts <laughs> killing it over there like Bennett, and then Tippett's just <laughs> kind of like bleh. Duds here. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if I could handle it. My poor little heart oh, is gonna break. I, Bennett, I'm happy he's having success, but yeah, it does I am also sting. happy. It stings because like, man, we had that guy on our team, but like he was. I know, literally never gonna do that here. It's no, just, he wasn't. He really wasn't. Just, like he, he wasn't, wasn't gonna happen. He wasn't gonna get the opportunity. Uh, he wasn't ever. We don't have anybody. I mean, on other than Johnny Gaudreau, but argue. No, yeah, I would say Johnny is on par with with Huberto. Yeah, Johnny is definitely <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, um, but he wasn't gonna play with Johnny. I don't think for some reason. I don't know why. Not like for the entire season. No, he got snippets, and like they've had success. Like it's weird because I feel like every time I saw Sam with Johnny, he had a a point or something you know but yeah um oh he just wasn't gonna do it here it just wasn't happening uh so that i don't know yeah tip it could be is intriguing but that's kind of a i read about that one too today just earlier before we started um yeah but, um it's, it's kind of a risk we want a little it is. bit more like if we we've got to just set a goal and then try to just get pieces to accomplish that this year and I think our goal yeah. should be aiming for that cup and going for a reclamation project for scoring, which we desperately need. I don't think is what we should be doing 
in yeah. the season, maybe in the off-season pickup. That could be an intriguing little move if mm-hmm. he's still available. But for like what we need, we need to address our problems, which is like you said, we need another defenseman so that Zadorov can eat popcorn instead of play hockey, <laughs> and <laughs> or you know play hockey somewhere else where we don't have to see him play hockey. Um, yeah. But he was good last game, I will say. He was good. Yes, yeah. He he did. He had a, a few good shifts. He fired up puck on net, and he was making making some plays in the zone. So I I, yeah. I did see that. So yeah, he was good. To give credit where credit's due. But uh, yeah. he's not four million good. goddammit. it. No, uh, he is not. Um, but uh, yeah, like so we need as a door of replacement. Branson's fine in the third pairing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we need scoring. We need someone to score. That like if yeah. Johnny and Kachuk and Lindholm get shut down, which is possible, you know, they're human. Well, it's likely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not possible, play- it's likely. Yeah, it's yeah. happened every year. Let's just say that. Yeah. Every every year we make it to the playoffs, that line yeah. gets focused. It's likely. Um yeah, we need someone on literally anyone on that second line to just be like, I hey, I'm also a threat. You can't just shut down those two because we'll mix it up and yeah, depth is so critical in the playoffs. You need someone to be able to like, and Coleman has had that with Tampa, so mm-hmm. he's been there a, a score. So I'm interested to see if he kind of has a a Sam Bennett effect in the playoffs. And yeah, scoring. I'm hoping I'm hoping he can turn it up in the playoffs because not that I've been I've been disappointed in Blake's offensive game, uh, but yeah, I haven't been disappointed in the player because I know he's trying, like he's trying every single shift, just like Dubé, you know, like it's, yeah. um, you see the effort and you know that he's doing everything else. Well, Blake Coleman is doing everything else. Right. Um, not that Dylan Dubé isn't, it's just like you said, he's, he's trying all these things, but they're just not working. And I don't know if that's I like, I, I'm sure confidence is an issue at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that a, a lot of that's just uh, his mental health um, taking oh, a hit. Oh, for sure. He's a young player. Yeah. Um, with high expectations, right? Like hometown yes. kid. He was captain of the Team Canada Junior. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he, he came to this team with some fanfare. He's got a pretty big money ticket. $2.3 million is nothing to slouch at. No. Um, especially at 23 years old. I mean, come on. Um, but... You know, it's it's tough. I think I, I don't know what what the solution is for you, Ray. But you know, if we can get a guy, an established player like Tyler Toffoli, I mean, Montreal. It, the argument could be made that you know, moving from <laughs> Calgary to Montreal is going to be even more pressure. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> this season is a lost season for Montreal anyway. So he could have the rest of the season and the rest of training camp to figure out what's wrong. Um, yes at that point uh so you know like it's I, I think it would benefit both teams um and again just he makes the most sense like you look at all the other options like you said reclamation projects owen Tippett, jake debrusque i mean you know those guys have been their their names have been floated around um but the fit really just comes back to tyler to uh and i'm just hoping that the the that Trilliving sees that and, and does everything he can to get him. Um, yeah, I think, you know, otherwise, a... otherwise I'm looking at uh, John Klingberg from, from Dallas, I think, but that's more of a shorter term. I love Klingberg. Yeah. That'd be a more short term yeah. thing. I mean, I don't think they'll pay man. We would have to pay. Yeah. Uh, I also like Chikrin too. If you can squeeze. Well, see, Chikrin 
Oh, they were saying they were saying uh, Owen Tippett was being made available to to, to try get to get Chikrin. Chikrin, yeah. Yeah, again, it's like it's, oh, it's one of those things like you that player's out there. He's he is a top two defenseman, like you know, like I you you don't get him or you don't even try. And I haven't heard the Flames name in this conversation. So no, I don't. That's think very makes- bleak when it comes to Brad. Like, <laughs> like you, you, <laughs> if you don't hear the Flames as being part of the conversation, that means he's really not interested in the yeah. player. So. Um, Oh, I'm sad. sure they're interested in the player, but it, yeah, the I'm cost. sure like they just they just can't they just can't they make it. it work. Like there's no way. Too many they picks because that's yeah. where we would have to trade. Like we would have to we don't have the prospects really to no. do it, so we'd have to trade more picks, which is you know with the upcoming yeah. drafts, it's tough to pill to swallow. But Klingberg, I think, is a achievable asset, and I think he's really good. So um, that would push the draw out of the lineup. Thank God, like. And it would push us. Oh, well, you know what it would do is I think our first two pairings would stay the same. So you'd have yeah. Rasmus and Hannafin, Shillington, Tanev, but I think you'd have Klingberg, Branson, which I think is a really good top six. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Klingberg would step into that top power play role and, you know. Oh, for sure. Push Rasmus down the second. Just rip it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. let Shillington develop a little bit. But. Yeah, oh, it's exciting to talk about all these trade possibilities and not have them materialize because we have. Brad. Yeah, I think that's that's. that's okay. a, I think that might be why we're not hearing as much chatter from the fans because uh, they they understand that you know a lot of the guys that we want we never get and. Um, yeah. Yeah. Always real, never. Realistically, he has to. Yeah, he has to, to do it though. Like I think we need the scoring. We do. <laughs> Like yes, we scored a lot of goals, but our first line has scored a lot of goals. Like you, yeah, you you ignore uh, Manjapani's extremely hot start, uh, which maybe isn't fair, but I I think it's fair. Um, then like who else is getting goals? <laughs> like Sean, Sean has seven. Yeah. Then a couple defensemen. Then it's Lucic. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's after the top line. Those are our top goal scorers. Like there's a drop. Uh, yeah, big jump. Manjapane, yeah, yes, he has 19, but he is also slowed down, like his scoring significantly. Like he had 17, I feel like, after 20. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, <laughs> got what two in the last little while. So, yeah, he's um, been cold, he's been ice cold for yeah, sure. back, back to pace, right? Like, he's just you know, he's he was never gonna be a 50 goal score. We knew that, we, knew, we all yeah. knew it. Yeah, he's got one. So one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Like yeah, like three, four goals in the last twenty games, roughly. Wow, Ninja Pony. So yeah, after yeah. scoring seventeen, the first twenty is. So yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, or whatever 15, it was, fifteen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, slow down for sure. Yeah. Um, so we definitely got to figure that out, especially after what Edmonton did with bringing. Vander Kane into the locker room. Yeah, we'll um, see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Chesney for slap shots hasn't made his debut because we would have a, I know. We would have a conversation on here about that. Yeah, you had you you guys had a great conversation in our group chat. I mean, that was it was <laughs> classic. That's exactly what I want. But we can't get him on. So. Uh, Matthew, come on, we want you here. We only have one listener. It's Austin, probably. Hi, Austin. Yeah. Hey Austin. Shout out. How are you doing? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah, it, it would be fun. I think to have to have slap shots with Chesney. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a thing that we've been toying with. We'll hopefully get that out one day. But you know, gosh, we've already been talking for fifty-five minutes, so I think it might be time, my friend. You got anything else to add? Uh, should we talk about the upcoming games real quick before we call it? Yeah, yeah. Who are we playing? Dallas and uh, Arizona. Got, Dallas Tuesday, and Arizona. Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Yeah. Then we then we have Olympic, a little bit of a break, all star break, and then uh, yes, then the, then the schedule gets fun. <laughs> yeah. When is the all star break? Uh, looks like it's. We do, we're, we don't have games between the second and the ninth, so then I assume, ah. um, you know, might have, maybe there's games on the third of, but yeah, um, yeah, Dallas. Uh, I hate playing Dallas because of the playoff series. It's the same thing with Colorado. I think they're a little bit in our heads, even though Dallas, I don't think is having a fantastic year. Um, and Dallas is also currently stomping. The Bruins, as we speak. yeah, they've been up and down for nothing right now against the Bruins. Um, yeah. so that'll be an interesting game. I think we can beat them. Um, all that being said, uh, and then Arizona, we have to win that game, must win game. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way you cannot lose to the Arizona Coyotes. No, no, no excuses. You, you got to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if it's one nothing. But you gotta beat them. <laughs> gotta, <laughs> yeah. gotta have a W. Um, Vegas, yeah, it's probably an L. <laughs> that's that's the game after the All Star break. Yeah, Two Flames okay. historically after All Star breaks haven't been very good, and it's also oh against, gosh, yeah, and it's also been... against Vegas. So yeah, let's just call yeah. It, chalk that up to an L. But I'm gonna say we're gonna go. We're gonna win against Dallas. I'm gonna say there'll be a three-two win regulation. Okay. Uh, Arizona, I think we're going to blow them up. Uh, I think it's going to be 5 nothing with Ladar getting his really third, I think, third shutout of the year. All right. And now... Vegas, we're going to lose 4-1. to one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought I heard that we were going to win 5 nothing against Vegas. No, no, no. Four one against Vegas. Okay, okay. I was like, wait. So you think, first of all, that we're going to beat Vegas five? No, we're going to shut him out, and we're going to play Vladar after our All Star break. (laughs) That is a bold prediction, but that is not what you said. So I I take that back. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, I think we could. I think we. I think these are winnable games. I think we can win four to two against Dallas, uh, and. I'm gonna go with three nothing against uh, Arizona. A double shutout prediction. Love it. Yeah. Wait, did um, I say no? No, I, 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 four to two against Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we both predicted shutouts. Oh, I see. I see. I get you. <laughs> we okay. clearly, we clearly respect the Coyotes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not gonna score on us. It's impossible. The no, there's no way. Oh, another name, Kessel. We should we should keep an eye on Kessel over there too. I mean, oh, Kessel, I just... <laughs> he's a facilitator. He can score. I mean, we'll see. Um, uh, the cost would be too high. The salary's too high. Salary's high, but he would cost less than than Toffoli. I would say does does have success in the playoffs, but playing with like Crosby. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
don't know about that one. We'll see. I mean, it's a discount, so you know Brad's all all over it. So. Yeah, if it's if it's cheap, I, they they retain salary. Yeah, uh, and then the ac- acquisition cost is low, maybe. Anyway, uh, against Vegas, yeah, I think that's going to be an L. Um, yeah, <laughs> say four one. Yeah, I'd say four one as well. Nice. Yeah. I, that that's that seems nice. That that seems like a good number to me. <laughs> yeah, I can't see them beating Vegas. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I should bet money on that game. So Eichel's, probably, can... Eichel's probably gonna be back by then too. So it's oh, gonna be a mess. Jesus, yeah. I forgot. I forgot about that. We gotta yep. to make yep. sure that... Yeah, we got to beat Eichel. Oh, yeah, yep. on Vegas. Oh, yep. yeah. And of course, we haven't played them yet this season. I don't believe. Really? Uh, no. I don't think we played Vegas yet this season. Have we? No. I don't think we have. I think we did. Did we? Maybe one game. We We've got four them. against them, right? So, like, that's you get four against your every team division. in your division. Uh, so hold on, hold on, I'll find out real quick. Either we get, you know, either we play three yeah, games we, or we played them December fifth. Okay, was that at Vegas? Hour? I think we lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we were supposed to have another one that was postponed. I guess. Yeah, there was another one that was postponed, but I don't think. I yeah, think I don't see one. Vegas. I don't see Vegas here. Just the one game, I think. What was the score? Uh, Is that the postponed game? I think that was the post. No, no, you're right. No, nope, It was a three-two loss. Yeah, December fifth. Yeah. So at least that was close. That was close. Yeah, it was. But it was a regulation Vegas loss. Too, I think. So. I think this one, next one's at Calgary. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll say four-one loss. That's uh, okay. Not very. Not very uh, optimistic, but I, I think it's it's more realistic. So, but <laughs> <laughs> so. well, after the All Star break, for sure, maybe if it yeah, was just exactly. right where Hist- historically, one of, us, one of us would have guessed we would have won that game. But it's after the All Star break that they yeah. historically, mm-hmm. historically, we have not been good in in the yeah. playoffs or after after All Star break. So, yeah. So an hour has gone by now. So we will end it here. Uh, everybody, if you like this episode, please rate, share, and subscribe. Find us on all the podcast directories. We would love to hear from you guys. So get at us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you guys. Then go Flames, go. Let's have a good game against Dallas and Arizona. And we'll catch you guys later. Peace out. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.